We're storming it tonight. That's right. This episode wants us to one. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. It's three songs. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. That's right, episode 161, uh, at least on the West Coast, it's still March, or uh, sorry, May 14th, You're close, so March, May, what's the March, May, you know, begins with an M. Uh, So wait, we're starting the podcast, Whit. We're we're starting the podcast, welcome, welcome, Whit. Yeah, welcome, Whit, she's coming home from a bachelorette party. Wow. She's got a new hairstyle, too, she's done her hair. Yeah, she's got her hair done for the first time in a long time. The Whit, my wife's a Whit. Coming strong with the Whit. Yeah. Bob Nastanovich. Oh, that was yeah. really nice. And Witness Nastanovich yeah. on the Thank back you. porch in Des Moines. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it's a bit wet out here, Mike, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get through yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, spring showers, you know. It's, it's beautiful and warm, and well, it's not sunny anymore because right now it's it's night, but uh, uh, night's it's great. Clear, it's clear like here in Portland. Um, so yeah, let's let's get it started. I'm gonna start it with. Something with a little about, bit of a uh, funk to it. Um, I'm gonna well, play. Kick, kick I'm, I'm gonna the, play a band. Already. This is a group. They're Am from. Am I gonna be annoying if I stand here? You can stand wherever you want, Wit. Yeah, come on, Wit. It's your, it's, it's your party. I don't want to be annoying. So. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a group from Houston in the early '80s. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about this group. I have a, an LP of theirs, and it's amazing. But it is not available really on any streaming service, and I have not really. It. Yeah, so I'm gonna play a seven inch. I do not own this. This is a seven inch that was posted to YouTube. The album I have is called uh, "Root Up and Tear Down." It was released in like 1980 on this like small Houston like gospel like record label, um, and it's great. But. Uh, None of that is available online anywhere that I've found. You know what I love about you know what I love about YouTube is that like people will just like take a picture of their seven inch and play the song. That's exactly what this is. That's what I'm playing. This is a picture of the yeah. seven inch, and I'm playing the song. The song is called "Time and Time Is Moving." It came out around the same time. I'm gonna guess like late seventies, early eighties. Uh, Houston soul gospel. Uh, I think it's some like New Orleans connection, but like I don't maybe know. I I don't even know. Like yeah, there's some kind of New Orleans connection, whatever. But it's like two hundred two hundred fifty miles to the west, Houston. That, you know that's true. So New Orleans to Houston. So check it out. Supercoast, Supercoast, Supercoast. R O C O S. Yep. What's the song title? Time is moving. Here we go. Yeah. Three songs, Poppy. Slowly, slowly away. 
real pretty mike <laughs> yeah i mean are you, are you in touch with your faith uh i don't think so not That's really a question you know uh you know i uh, i'm not like i'm not a uh terribly religious person let's put it that way oh well i think that i think it's enough said really on your end i'll let you off the hook there okay 
Um, um, so Sopracos, like, or Sopraco, like, like uh, there's not much known about them, is there? Do you want me to tell you what Sopraco stands for? Do you, do you have you have you heard this? Have you found this? No, I have not, Mike. So, um, the album that I have on vinyl, I do not have a Whoa. digital version, which is why I'm not able to play it for you tonight. Um, called Root Up and Tear Down has a little like key for Sopracos. It stands for Servants of Principles Reviving Our Christian Oneness Spirit. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's a beautiful song you play. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like the whole album is fantastic. Absolutely. Good vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Positive. Yeah. So, Remember the art? What's the name of the guy? Um, is it Chris that ran our Hooli Records? I don't know. Good question. Our Hooli? Yeah, our Hooli, the box set. He got right. way into like you know highly electric gospel. Sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic our is a great stuff. Label. Like yeah. That was like old school though. What year was that? Uh, well, that was I. I want to think. Early '80s, like '80, 80, '81, somewhere in that era. That's when the album that I have came out, and I would imagine the seven-inch is that I just played from is probably a year or two on either side of that. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, for sure. Also, sure. it's just thirty years forward. Okay. I'm gonna play a song from the uh, really, to be honest with you, the best album I've heard. In- from the year 2021. Wow. Uh, so far. Big praise. You know, like, That's big praise. And, and like, keep in mind this podcast, like keeps me listening. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're keeps my finger on the pulse. Four and know? a half months really, into the year. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate like, you know, you're keeping my enthusiasm up for new music. And like, um, I've read some things and stumbled upon a band that I think it's originally from Brussels. And now, has relocated themselves to the small Swiss city of Freiburg, which is like, you know, I think like southwest Switzerland. Okay. Raymore, right? And like they made an album called uh, Laviosa, which I think is like translated to wings. Mm. And um, I'm going to play, I'm going to play, the whole album's great. Okay. Laviosa. Okay. Laviosa by Raymore. Okay. And they come. They're on a Dutch label from Am, Am, uh, Amsterdam-based label um, called Nakel House, which is K to the N to the E to the K to the E to the L to the H U I S. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool <clears throat> with that. Yeah. This is the uh, first song off their their record. Which the whole thing is amazing, and it's called Lay Flow De So Mo. And which means the flow of these words. This is um, Ray Moore on the Three Songs podcast.
like that. That's uh, yeah, Luke 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 Bercy. I think it's like a you know, as far as I know, it's a two member band. Luke Bercier and um, Lou Savary, who's uh, that's a the singer. It's just like uh, they're they have like an EP that came out in 2018, which I listened to, and it's just a beautiful record. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds beautiful. It it reminds me a little of Stereo Lab, which I think sure. is is, sure. is a lazy comparison, just partly because of the French lyrics and some of the vibe. But like, I like that. And is is the rest of the record similar in tone and feel? They go all over the place. Yeah. But it's like, it is like, it's officially classified and justifiably as synth pop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, and which is fantastic, you know. Um, And so, you know, orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Yeah. And it's just like, to me, it's like, uh, it's, it's, I really love that record, like, you know, Labiosa. it's, and that's like the first song, but like I, cool. you know, I could play another one, but like I don't even know where to go because the whole, whole album's very consistent and good, which you don't get like from like. Play play another. No. We, that was a three minute song. What, what's what, what's another one you want to play? Well, I don't have it in front of me, Mike. Uh, you know, like uh, you, I think you really can't go wrong. Okay. You know, to be honest, um, like yeah. You want to do? I'm looking at the album here. Uh, there's. Holy Mother is three minutes and 20 Yeah, that's a great song. That's an okay. amazing song. Yeah, play, play that, that one. one. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's do it. Here we go.
Yeah, Nacal House, man. That's a cool label, apparently. There's a bunch of good stuff on it from Amsterdam. And, like, I originally thought they were from Amsterdam, but, like, apparently they're from, from Brussels. Brussels. And like, yeah. Raymore. They're huh. cool, man. It's a very consistent record. I, I love Brussels. When I, uh, it's been years, you know, probably 25 years since I've been to that part of Europe. And when I visited Brussels, I like totally fell in love with it. It was like my favorite city, completely old, like a lot of really, really ancient. Yeah, you know, I mean, ancient is maybe not the right word, but like at least compared to the U.S., just buildings that well, sure. were, were just beautiful and been, had been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years even. And uh, just had a really amazing vibe to that city. Um, but it also didn't really feel like it was a cutting-edge city, if you know what I mean. So the late-night city. Yeah, so it's nice to hear that there's there's some stuff going on. Yeah, muscles and freaks. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Mexico City is amazing. You've been to Mexico City. I've never been to Mexico City. That's like a way cheaper trip for you and me. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Next time we go to next time I go on a junket okay. to Mexico City, you're in, bud. All right, deal. I'm down. Even um, five days, it's easy. From Portland, straight flight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, total, total easy flight. In Brussels, we got to do a whole bunch of things, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I've played Brussels many times, and, like, you know, thankfully, like, pavement fans in Brussels are fantastic, and, like, I mean, I don't mean to say that with a weathered voice, but, like, I've never had a bad night in Brussels, mm. to be honest, mm -hmm. like, that's you know, fair. I mean, yeah, that's good, but anyways, I, I really dig the Raymore, and I think it's a great album. That's great. Um, well, I'm going to... I guess, like, from a mood standpoint, it fits pretty well, I think, where I'm going. Uh, from a time standpoint, I'm going to go back uh, about 30-some-odd years. That's the reason it's podcast. You don't really have to, you know, like, fit the vibe. Like, That's obviously, okay. you shift okay. all over the place it's, here. It, it's, you know. it's a good vibe. We've set a good vibe, <laughs> and I'm going to keep it going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a legendary band from the U.K., uh, who are like they? They've had some huge MTV hits. Um, yeah. Have been covered by a bunch of like big artists. But I think from a musical legacy, lasting input um, standpoint, their masterwork centered around a couple of records in the late '80s and early '90s called Spirit of Eden and Laughing Stock. I'm talking about Talk Talk. Yeah, because like, you know, Talk Talk was an MTV band based on two hit singles. They were. They absolutely were, and they were But those is like after like their greatness like yeah, in a lot it, of ways. It's my life. Well, those are early. It's my life and Talk Talk were like 1982, 1984, and then after that they followed it with an album called The Color of Spring, which was 
quite a bit more uh, adventurous from a musical standpoint, and then they bands don't it. do that very often. Yeah, you know they they, I mean? they like, really don't. They they really don't. Yeah, it, they were almost, and I you know I, I don't know how you feel about Radiohead, but they were almost a precursor to Radiohead in a lot of ways, like similar in that they had early immediate success with one of their first singles, and then. Which would be Radiohead's creep. Right, and then didn't try to replicate it, but instead went completely different artistic uh, directions. It's a really interesting comparison. Um, I wonder, you might be the first person that's ever compared Talk Talk to Radiohead, Mike. Uh, I, I doubt it. Maybe. I mean, you're, you're probably you giving be, me, you know, you're giving like, me way too have. much credit, but... But I think I think in a lot of ways it's 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 a it's an apt comparison because uh, they could have completely taken a different direction in their career and instead chose you know like a a, a more artistic and a kind of more challenging route. Um, That's all the same label, right? Like, cause it's like, all the same label. It was all EMI. It was all yeah, EMI. It's big. It was yeah, huge. it was big, big stuff. And uh, you know, these were not hits. These were not "It's My Life" or "Talk Talk" or uh, any of those songs at the time. But the the legacy of "Spirit of Eden," "Color of Spring," "Laughing Stock." I mean, these are some of the most influential records of the 80s and early 90s uh, and have really shaped music in a way that the early singles you would never have imagined would have done. Um, so I'll play a song from Spirit of Eden. This, this one's going to London. Yep. Going to London. Yep. This one's called Inheritance. Mark, Mark Lee and Paul. Yep, Mark Mark, Mark Hollis, Paul. who passed away sadly a couple a few years ago. Um, so uh, he was he was kind of the the visionary behind a lot of the songs in 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 the direction of the band. Um, but yeah, Inheritance is the name of the song I want to play. Nineteen eighty. Fantastic. Yeah, here you go. It's my heart 
song really heavy vibes mike yeah and you know i mean 
I love those later Talk Talk records. And that is, I don't know how familiar you are with them, but that's a band and those are, especially as a band who had sniffed success early. Um, oh, no, big sniffs. Big, big success. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's amazing keep to in me. Mind, we're, I think, like, we're not talking, like, in the 80s, like, during, you know, Talk Talk and, I mean, come on! They were it's they were kind of huge. Yeah, they were they were absolutely huge. They could have been the next big thing, and they t- took kind of a left turn and did this kind of more introspective, moody. I would say, like I can't imagine listening to that record in the daytime. It feels like such a nocturnal record. Very wintry, wintry, yeah. nocturnal, and just a completely different artistic statement from a lot of the early stuff that they did. Um, But also, like, you know, I mean, even casting light, knowing what they did later, going back and revisiting some of their earlier songs um, makes them less of a one-hit wonder and gives those songs a little bit more like gravity to them, you know, and a little bit more uh, importance and interest. Well, I understand like where you're coming from, but like maybe they kind of in a way divorce themselves from big business. Cause like you keep in mind, there were some right. issues with right. like EMI sure. and like they it's, wanted it's to switch to Polydor, which is also major. Yeah. Entirely possible. And, like, <clears throat> like it's almost like, the they got themselves off to such an insane start that they just wanted to like be themselves, which is a rare position to be in. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, I mean, made some beautiful music. I mean, it's like you can count on one hand the number of artists that have had immediate success with their first single or first album. And then completely changed who they were and changed what they were doing. And well, they did, they kept in the same like you know. I mean, they kept in the same modus operandi. Yeah, but but I like mean, they they completely changed. Like that was not a pop song at all. You know? No, no, it's like you know very much like Sopracos. who's you know had a gospel feel. Yeah, right. Like like this just beautiful complete like i would imagine being at the record label and hearing a song like that and saying like there's no way in 1988 we're gonna make this a hit there's just no way that could be could have been an element of control on their part you know like you know their talk talk you know but it was yeah i don't know much about them live like or anything like that but imagine like that they just did their thing, like, you know, yeah, they had their audience already in place. Yeah, I mean, you, you think about their contemporaries, there may be thing, you know, like bands like Psychedelic Furs, you know, who are still kind of doing yeah. the rock, you know, hit stuff, doing great songs, but like, I think Talk Talk they really moved it in this much more artistic 
and much more abstract and really almost like jazz like way. Yeah, they thought they found themselves out for a couple of hit singles. Yeah, like, like, like now we've made our hit singles, now we can just like be ourselves. They were making records that were more <laughs> the about bu- the mood. business kept them, you know, being called talk talk. Right. They were they were making these records that were were focused on the mood of the album more than the songs that yeah. weave the album together, you know? Like it, it it's hard for me. I picked one song to play, but it's hard for me to listen to any of those songs from that record as anything but a continuous record. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, same, you know, the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like let's be ourselves instead of being like MTV no hit makers right absolutely yeah well bless them i'm gonna get a band that's like incredibly obscure okay good um, same it. country same country okay chichester and west sussex okay no, i'm actually yeah, ghost is getting involved ghost you know, ghost is a fan involved. yeah that's good this is in full effect yeah like you know keep it in mind like when you were in ninth grade like one thing that you did was like you, you'd hang around hang around around at the indifferent dance center <laughs> right yeah same with me same was, with me i was I've actually different to most dances like, yeah um i um excuse my beautiful dog that's okay he's on one he's on one he yeah. let let him be let him yeah, do his yeah. thing and We're um to me this is like a band that's like um you know more forgotten than desperate bicycles. Like the, I think they only made like two or three singles, like themselves on on their own label, Recluse Records. Like what year? Eighty uh, one. Oh wow! So that's very important. Like, yeah, eighty one because like, and you tell me what you think. Like after the song, this is um their most famous song. This is Indifferent Indif- Dance Center. And it's a, it's a song called Flight and Pursuit. I don't know them at all. I'm excited. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, you'll dig it. And tell me what you think. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. 
so you know exactly the sort of stuff I like. Well, sure, but like, like you know, you know, post punk kind of dancey, lo-fi, new wave. That's exactly right up my alley. I, I what I'm, about like the guitar line? Like, uh, it's does that remind you of a very famous song? Uh, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Make it. How about Come As You Are by Nirvana? Oh, yeah. I guess I could see it. I hadn't thought about that, but now that you mention it, I can see it. You think you think yeah, that so you was just, an influence? You just heard it for the first time. Yeah, no. I just heard it for the first time. You think that was an influence? Uh, who knows? It was recorded like, you know, the first time I, I heard that song a couple of years ago, I thought like, this is a like a current band or like, you know, semi-current band, like, you know, you know, we're just like doing their own groove, like, and like, you know, let's like sound like come as you are, <laughs> you know, it preceded that, you know, like, yeah, sure. And like, this is a band that only made like two or three singles themselves. And like, I guess are known as like the most famous band from Chichester in West Sussex, where I've been. I've been to the train station, and when you go to one of the best race courses in the world, Goodwood Goodwood Racecourse, you know where the glorious Goodwood meeting is held. Um, it's a fantastic race course. So I've been to Chichester, and like you never think a band would come from there, yeah. but the Indifferent Dance Center did. Yeah, you know? I love it. I love that's the sort yeah. of stuff I love. Yeah, and like you talk about this all the time on the show, like, like that seven inch, like, you want the original version? Like, you're paying three hundred. Yeah, you know, so we're not gonna get it. <laughs> right. It's like, like we talk about the internet all the time, right. and like, yep, it's advantages. Like, I never would have heard it. Has has you know? any of it been reissued, like, as a compilation, or is it just you got to catch? I think it's just all like on there digitally, you know, like as far as I know, there's hasn't been a vinyl, you know, like, yeah, as far as I know, you know, the flight and pursuit by a different dance center, like, you know, great groove. Like, I don't even know what the people are up to, you know, like, I love it. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, I'm going to, there's like, you know, you're not going to find much, but like, that's okay. I'm, I'm going to follow it with a similar type of band. Another band. You're not going to find much. Early '80s, um, kind of lo-fi post-punk, new wave. Uh, this band's from Brisbane, Australia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Queensland. Around, Queensland. They were around from like I think like 1980 to '84. Uh, right now, Mike, if you want, like we can stop the podcast. You can bet on the eighth race from Doombin, which is like not far from where this was made. But we won't Doombin. do that. Yeah, we 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 won't we won't Doombin. bet on Doombin, which is uh, I I love that name because Doombin. Well, you'll never you'll never cash a ticket at Doombin. It's 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 like the most amazing goth racetrack name ever. Um, yeah, good luck. Good luck picking finding a winner there, man. Doombin. You know. We're playing I've sat across the street many times. You know, <laughs> the, the hotel they put us up in is right across from. But there's two brace horses there. Oh. I think Eagle Farm is the other one. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like you know, two separate courses, but they're both on the same premises, as far as I know. That's like, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you can watch Doombin right now. I, I'm. I'm. 
I'm not going to watch you Doom. Watch instead, instead, I'm going to play Tangled Shoelaces. Okay. Do uh, you need a Queensland? You're going to play Tangled Queenland, Shoelaces. Queensland, three three siblings. Uh, the Macaris, the Macaris siblings, uh, and their neighbor who played drums, Lee, Lee Nelson, on drums. Hold um, on, like, when you, the, spell their last name for me. These Macaris. M A C K E R R A S. Right. You had Lucy what Martin. What are we talking? Lucy Martin and S- Stephen Macaris. Yeah. I think is how I would say it. I don't know. Maybe that's not yeah. the right way. Um, it's good enough. But they they in their time. So they when they started, they were anywhere from ten to fourteen years old in nineteen eighty. Oh, here we go with this. You know, the um, little nippers. They they released a cassette in nineteen eighty two called "In the Land of the Lollipop Man," and the song I'm going to play is <laughs> is from that record. Uh, they released a seven inch in nineteen eighty four called self-titled Tangled Shoelaces that had four <laughs> songs on it. Um, they then broke up and went... Some of them went on to a band called Wondrous Fair. But only recently, like earlier this year, there was a, a collection of a lot of, and maybe all of the Tangled Shoelaces recordings from... 1981 to 84 that came out on a label called chapter music it's you know quite fantastic worth seeking out it's available you don't have to pay a ton of money for it you know if you if you wanted to try and find the original seven inch you might be paying don't bother don't bother quite a bit of money but you can find it on the reissue uh so i would happily select suggest you do that uh, the name of that album is called Turn My Dial, and I'm going to play what they chose as the title track for that label, for that uh, compilation. And this, as I mentioned, was from the land, in the land of the Lollipop Men cassette on Cubby House <laughs> Music, 1982. Another one that if you find the original, you're going to be paying quite a bit of money for. So don't do that. Hell with that. Buy the reissue. Here you go. Turn my dial. Tangled shoelaces. Enjoy. Oh, smile, baby, turn my day. 
teenagers from I guess ranging from the age of 12 to 16 at the time that was recorded uh, contemporaries of the go-betweens in in the local scene in Brisbane at the time in the early 80s absolutely amazing really yeah fun to be the, to be that young yeah and the whole like make songs like the whole reissue is springtime. It's great. It's it's all like very similar to that. Like I highly recommend it. Uh, how do you get it again? Uh, it was reissued this year. No, no, not the expensive way. So. No, the cheap way. It was reissued this year on a label called Chapter Music, which is based in Melbourne, and you can go to their Bandcamp page, or you can go to their website. Their Bandcamp page is, um, well, I guess it's chaptermusic.com, and there is a U.S. version of that record um, that you can purchase, or you can buy the Australian version that's shipped that's kind of the more limited pressing. It's still available. Um, easy to find. It's, uh, well, go to tangledshoelaces.bandcamp.com and you'll find it. So you made that like in like 85? Uh, 1981 to 84 is when they were around. Right. They made that, that, that song that I just played was from 82. Uh, and this is what they say. This is like the little description of the band. Wild-eyed, psychedelic new wave from Australia's youngest composing and recording band. Tangled Shoelaces were aged eight, uh, 10 to 14 when they first started in a leafy suburb in Brisbane in 1980. The band centered around three baby-faced siblings, Stephen, Lucy, and Martin McCarris with neighbor Lee Nelson on drums. Lucy and Martin were musical prodigies, and Stephen was a preciously talented songwriter. They opened for wildly inappropriate acts like the Dead Kennedys and John Cooper Clark (laughs) before they were old enough to drink in Australia pubs. Uh, By the same time, they broke up in 1984 with just one 7-inch single to their name and the oldest members were still only 18 yeah so crazy crazy great band yeah. you know this Beautiful is one of those song. things like the beauty of music 
being reissued these days is you find artists like that that like here in Portland or Des Moines we would never had any experience of because yeah more likely in Portland yeah they had they had one seven inch they had a cassette it didn't make it out of Australia you know probably not far from Brisbane you know so now someone's reissuing their stuff it's more widely available we have an internet where we can find this stuff it's great well aside from talk talk i guess i'll play like the biggest band on the show tonight (laughs) um he's also like relatively unknown um family fodder family fodder i know family fodder only only slightly and then more by name it's like What's that, mate? I said more by name than really. Yeah, family fodder. It's like Alec Fodder was like, you know, the leader of the band. Okay. And like, you know, most of this has been re-released on the um, German labels, um, Stobgold, which is sure. just the T, the A, B, the G, O, L, D. But just love songs. But like, I've, I've gotten into listening to them over the last, you know, three or four years. And uh, they're really fa- they're famous for like a cult classic, in a similar fashion to Indifferent Dance Center. But like you know they're bigger. But like there's a song that it's a nine minute song called Dinosaur Sex, and it's it's like to me it's not their best song. Okay, and they were a whirling dervish of amazingness, family fodder. I'm like, this is my favorite song by them. It's called Hippie Bus to Spain. Okay. Why don't we do it all again and drive a transit down to Spain? 
you couldn't miss But if it's in, it's in his kiss Why don't we do it all again And drive a transit down to Spain Why don't we do it all again And take a hippie bus to Spain Why don't we do it all again And drive a transit down to Spain Why don't we do it all again And take a hippie bus to Spain So that's that's a band that had been around since the late 70s and that was released yes, in late 70s. That was released in maybe the mid 2010s. Is that right? Like 2014, 2015, something like that. It's about right, yeah, Mike. Yeah. So they they'd been around at that point let's say 25 years and they're still putting out different odd weird you know, genre bending music. Oh, it must have happened like in the seventies and eighties, or late seventies and eighties. Sure, and like, sure, sure. Yeah, but it's Stalgol. They, you know, they compiled their record into Just Love songs. Oh, like. I gotcha. Okay, so that was not so that album that came out in two thousand fourteen or whatever was a collection of earlier stuff. Is that right? As far as I know, Mike. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. There's that a was, lot there. There's that a was lot cool. There, you know, that was very cool. Then there are bands. Yeah, some of it, like you know, it's like, um, I mean, you know, it's up to you. And, I mean, honestly, like, again, I... like this podcast is like, you know, what your ears like and what they don't like, and like I've I've heard the name, but I've I've not delved more deeply, and I dug that. That was really cool. Yeah, um, Alec Fodder. You know, like, is is the guy that, like, led the band, like, in, like, yeah, with all due respect, I don't even know who the singer was on that, but she's fantastic. Beautiful. Like, Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And keep in mind, like, as a former bus driver, like, I've driven some hippie buses, but not from, like, <laughs> England to Spain. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I've, I've actually driven um, hippie buses from... With payment members involved from Rome to Bilbao. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a challenge. 14 hour drive, then having to, you know, go up and show up. 
I bet. You know, playing after a band that covered like you know Yola Tango songs with like expensive equipment and played for two hours. You know. Yeah. That kind of thing. You know what? Well, you know, life as it is. You know, good nights. You know. But family fodder, I dig them. Absolutely. So it's. But you know, keep in mind we're a bit choosy here on the podcast. It's, that's that's and, like, okay. There's a lot there with the family fodder. You know, like it seems like being... looking at that record that came out in Stob Gold in 2014. Um, yeah. It's a collection. It's, it's a collection of two albums that were released in 2010 and 2013. And yeah, so still at it. Yeah, so so the song that you played, "Hippie Hippie Bus to Spain," was released in 2013 on a label called the State Cons- the State 51 Conspiracy. The album was called yeah. Variety. It was released only on vinyl, and so or sorry, only on CD, and so the. Stop Gold compilation was a vinyl only collection of some songs from that record as well as some songs from their prior record in 2010. Uh, yeah. So they're still at it. Yeah. So that was that's a song that was released less than eight years ago for a band that yes. had had originally released their first, um, I guess their first album for seven inch 1979 so you know how many years on 25 years on nearly uh, that's great yeah who knows who, who knows and, all i and, can say is like you know like if i ever get up on a stage again i don't want family fodder or Raymore or <laughs> anything we put on the show tonight, you know. <laughs> Following be you. like walking on hot coals, yeah, you know. You know, fair. you don't want to walk on hot coals, Mike. Yeah, no, I uh, no desire. You ever walked on hot coals? Nope, nope. And I won't. I have. Yeah, nah, nah, no. Yeah, try taking the stage after the dirty three or stereo lap. No, you know. that's no. hot coals, man. Yeah. Not interested. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Thank nah, you, but no. Nah, yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, I, I love you, my man. Great talking yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, good night. Yeah, it's after midnight, isn't it's it? It's after Over midnight where you, where you are. It's, it's before midnight Happy where Happy Breakfast Eve. Yes, Happy indeed. Eve. Yeah. Good luck to you. Much love yeah, to good you. Yeah, luck. You know, good luck's nothing. You know, uh, you know, like, at the end of the day, like good luck's not a well wish. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. I'm doing my best here, man. Um, no, oh, you know, pull it together, Mike. I, I, I love you much. Yeah, I love, love you too, all. Brother. Thank yeah, you, everyone. We'll, we'll be back with episode 162 here. In the yeah, weeks. We'll, 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 very soon. Either, either the two of us or with a special guest. Quite yeah. likely soon. Uh I've got some weapons. Yeah, we got lots of weapons. So yeah, what's that mean? Like, uh, like musical weapons, you know? Like not like All weapons. Com- like, right. Know. That's right. That's right. We're not gonna hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to love. No, you. there'd be no hurt. No, no yeah. hurt. All right. All right. Follow the Thank- Raymore by the Leviosa. Thank you, my yeah. man. Um, we'll do this soon. Love you, bro. Love you too. <laughs>